0: So, we were talking about certain types of damages that are a bit indirect, or in this case, things that are not uh, so well known about, and sometimes even causing uh, money owed for reparations, but very often for technical reasons cannot be collected in a court of law nowadays. We'll cover a few more topics along those lines, and that is they could be grouped into three groups where there's actual financial loss happening, but for technical reasons, Um, You don't end up paying in court. There could be physical damage, but it's not actual financial damage. And even though there is a room for financial reparations. Again, for technical reasons, you cannot be enforced in Besden. And then there are situations of emotional damage, which the Gemara speaks about, which makes the person deserve reparations for that. But again, for technical reasons, you might not be able to be uh, forced to pay in a court. All of these situations would be forbidden in the first place, to cause upon another Jew. And if it is done, you do owe him something. It's just that it's not really something that we could put our finger on and enforce in a Jewish court. So here's some cases of financial loss, but it might not be claimable in a court of law, but you still owe the guy something. So the Gemara speaks about a case where you startle somebody. You make a very loud, sudden noise, and you deafen him through doing that. That is called a grama. In Besden, we cannot make you pay for that because it was considered a bit indirect. However, if you did anything physical to his body, even though the deafening may have come through the startling uh, of the person, as a but you didn't shoot him in the ear, but you hit him, and for somehow, some way, he physically got damaged and he became deaf from that, then you would be chayiv to pay. Um, That would even be in a court of law. So if you startle somebody and he gets deaf from it, we see that it's something that Besden cannot make you pay for, but it's awesome to do so in the first place. So here's a bit more of a practical example. I don't know people that get deaf from getting startled, but if you startle somebody and they fall, they bump into something and something breaks, there's financial reparations that are owed because of that, but because it was a grama, it was indirect, you did not physically touch that person, you just surprised them. It's not collectible in a court of law, but you owe that person money. There was financial damage indirectly caused by you. You must pay it on my best in, in heaven. And it is awesome to do that in the first place. What happens if you actually touch the person? Let's say you just tapped him. He didn't do anything, but you shocked the guy half to death. And when you tapped him, his hand flung flung out and, and knocked something over and broke it. Then you did a physical act, which directly caused that uh, instinctive result in breaking that item or whatever it is. And then you'd actually be hived to pay in a court of law as well similarly let's say you block someone's driveway and because of that there's a financial loss the person missed a day of work or they came late or you block the guy in and he couldn't pull out of his metered spot and he gets a ticket in these situations also you might not have physically done anything to the other person's car or property but you indirectly are causing the person a financial loss it's also to do so in the first place you do owe him money for that financial loss but it's not collectible, collectible in a court of law The Gemara says if you would physically inflict something upon the person causing them to stay home from work, then it would be something that's collectible in a court of law as well. So if you would, let's say, push somebody into their house and then block the doorway, then you would be chayv to pay even in a court of law as well. If someone were to block a fire hydrant and then chas v'shalem, there was a fire, and because someone was blocking the hydrant, more loss was sustained because it took more time for the firefighters to put out the fire. Again, that would be an indirect damage which you cannot collect in a court of law for, but you cause the person financial loss and really you owe him that money. It is also to block a fire hydrant for that reason, besides for the reason of dangers as well. The Gemara says it's usher for someone to cut their nails and leave it in a place where it's common for women to walk that can cause a miscarriage. Again, that would be considered something indirect or derech siguli. In a metaphysical way, it's harming somebody. We cannot collect for that in a court of law. But again, you're causing loss. Losing a baby besides, of course, for the horrific, terrible, uh, emotional, and everything else, it's also considered a financial damage as well that somebody is high reparations for. Again, it's not collectible in a court of law but that's something that you owe to the other person leaving negative ratings against a jewish business may be this problem as well if it's going to cause less traffic to go to that store you're indirectly causing the person of loss now if you're protecting people from being scammed that may be okay but if it's just a question of oh this store has bad service as long as no one's getting ripped off and the store is not committing, you know, robbery and cheating people, saying that a store is bad service or the food is not great or I happen to have seen, uh, you know, vermin or something, may be us and causing direct, indirect loss, which is forbidden for us to do. We'll continue a little bit more about physical uh, damages and emotional damages next year.